Hey guys, this is Matt from Dinosaur Pileup, and you're listening to the Blues Hockey Podcast. Podcast. I'm your host Jason, along with Ashley. Ashley, and we're back to our just uh, one or the others here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I, just our schedule. Chris has, and we're recording on the 20th. He has a uh, concert today, like one of the very few he actually has too, which is just how things worked well, out. Well, then he had them back to back. He had one last night, one tonight. Yeah. Right? So I feel like a, me and him like tag team each other, like in. It's just like okay, well, I got to go out of town now for work. It's your turn to stay. And, and then, then he you were last time recorded was when your your flu. Oh my god, it was flu. awful. I had the I was in Vegas for work for a week, and then Kate, I brought. Then we had the holidays where we didn't do anything, and yeah. then you and got then sick I, right after that for like I, a good week. And, and a half. then I gave it straight to my husband. He was like two days behind me. He'd be like, "Oh my god, my stomach hurts," and I'm like, "Yeah, wait till the pains tomorrow because you're two days behind me." Well, what the heck? Yeah. yeah so and then I'm like, "Wait till the throwing up starts." <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> so coincidentally, after the. Actually, had a little bit of a bye week, and then the Blues had a bye week. So yeah. the Blues had their week long bye where, uh, you know, some of them went on December vacation. Of January is always a really intriguing time for hockey season. Yeah. So the, the, this is the first ever, no, not first ever. I think last year was like a five day mandatory. Um, this year, the Blues got a week, but mandatory, they had to leave five days with no skating. That was like, that's per NHL. So. A lot of the players, uh, some stayed in town, some uh, scampered off. Like uh, I did see a picture of Joel Edmondson and Scotty Upshaw um, jumping off a boat somewhere. Uh, so they, uh, some people got away, some people stayed here. But um, yeah, so it looks like they you know a very needed break due to them not playing that well. They crashed and burned in Florida. Jake Allen. <laughs> Having his what, almost annual January I, I was just getting struggles, to say, he has, he has, seriously has like seasonal hockey depression. Yeah, uh, there's an interesting article um, which you, you can check out later if you want. One of the guys who uh, did game time, Jeff Jones, who's been on the show before, mm-hmm. did a parallel to is Jake Allen the next Brent Johnson, and it's weirdly scary on how things happen, how he is took over for... Is it kind of like for... that JFK and Abraham Lincoln similarities yeah. type thing? Oh, it's a conspiracy theory type thing? Not yeah. conspiracy, but like very no, similar I know what you mean. Oh, I'm all yeah, about yeah. this. I'm so, all over that. So uh, we'll have... I think I have the link I put out there, but I'll send you the link oh, so you can yeah. see it. But yeah. it's very weird on how there are exact parallels, but you don't know how the Jake Allen's my, gonna turn out. My leg hair and arm hair is already standing oh, out. So it's a very uh, <laughs> interesting article that he put out. So we have a a crap ton of stuff to go over. Oh yeah. Um we have blues news, we have blues games go over, and we have most importantly, I guess we've had the official announcement on Twitter and Facebook. We'll make the announcement here about our hundredth podcast, mm-hmm. I guess recording slash celebration slash watch party, whatever you want to call it. If anybody hears any growling, it's literally my stomach. Like yeah. it's like I feel like my stomach's trying to work its way up my body and eat everything because I forgot to eat before. Oh no. So <laughs> we got dinner. We got dinner after this. But anyway, we'll figure out something. So Blues. We're gonna get back from the uh, get back from the break, and the Blues aren't doing a quick Canada swing. Mm-hmm. So they're in Toronto. I uh, admittedly, if you check out my uh, check out the Blues uh, Hockey Podcast Twitter feed, 
was almost bipolar during this game because <laughs> yeah. I was so they were not playing well most of this game, and I was so like, let's trade everybody. I didn't, I didn't throw it all was, out there, but I was very just like, I was stressed. The power out. play was not as has been oh really, my God. really bad. No, our power play is non-existent. Like um, it's just. They're, they hung in there for so we go into the game. So they hung in there for like two periods, and it was kind of back and forth. Um, the it second was a period, the game second, though. yeah, it was a very kind of put you to sleep game. The second period is a little more entertaining than the first, but very two teams trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. Blues on the power play here, and mind you, having trouble getting set up as always. Mm-hmm. Finally gets set up, and a pass to the point is kind of like a saucer pass, but. The ice was not that good, according no, from you a, could... a lot of uh, you could see. Even Pang was saying something. John Kelly kind of mentioned something, and uh, I was the radio broadcast because I had to run out real quick. And even Kelly Chase and Chris Kerber were saying stuff. So obviously, and this was before this happened. The ice was not in good condition, which is weird for a Canada, yeah, uh, for a Canadian arena to have bad ice, which I think Their is very ponds odd. Ponds are better than our ice rinks. Yeah, so that's like, why I think it's very you know <laughs> interesting. So. Uh, Petrangelo has trouble handling this pass and it hops over him and Connor Browns gets sprung on a breakaway here and scores a shorthanded goal at the 10-10 mark of the Dude, third period against Carter Hutton. With all the shorthanded goals. Yeah, I was... it's, it's been bad. There's been more shorthanded goals against than there's been power play goals. I don't have that official stat in front of me, but I'm pretty That's sure. That's how it feels. I, I mean, the last time I checked, what were we, 0 for 6 on... Like lately, the I don't know how many games this covers, but uh, I have written down one for the last twenty-seven. Because I remember and they're falling. They're almost they're number twenty-nine right now. I remember seeing something during this game after they got a shorthanded goal, and I just remember seeing the stat, and I was so ticked off. So I was like getting up to get a beer, and I was cursing the hockey gods and whatever. And I remember looking at the television screen and seeing that stat only briefly, and I was like, wait a second. We're over six in our last like X amount of power plays, and then they had like a stat on shorthanded goals, and I was so mad. I was like, I'm not even going to read that. I'm going to do a shot. I'm going to get a beer. And see but, how things go. So the Blues, you know, getting some shots against Frederick Anderson. Mind you, they're getting shots this time. They're in they're in the high 30s going into the last couple of minutes of play. Mm-hmm. Um, Blues get set up in a really nice play by Vince Dunn to hold this puck in. And scoot it over to Petrangelo, who takes the shot. It hits um, Frederick Anderson. But luckily, Alexander Steen just scores a non-empty net goal. It was awesome. And gets and with the goalie pulled. And this was the last – this is the first goal the Blues have scored with the goalie pulled, A, all season, B, since last April. Jesus. Yeah. So it's been almost a full year since they scored a goal with the goalie pulled. Oh, God. <laughs> and uh, so it's nice of them to score a goal and not live an empty net goal. Because that's a lot of people say, all right, 2 nothing empty net goal. Here it comes. And didn't happen that way. So I was one of those people who thought it, did not tweet it. And then, of course, this is where I turned them like, all right, well, we're I was in good yelling. shape. My we're cats in good shape. Ran, my cats ran out of the room because I was like, yo, Bob Saget. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so Steen is seventh of the year from Trangelo and Stastny, the 1903 mark. So Blues hold a uh, quick little rush by Toronto, but they hold it off. And they go to overtime. So... Overtime uh, has to stop a breakaway, I believe, by on um, uh, William Nylander here. Uh, Carter Hutton, who is taking over duties right now for uh, Jake Allen's mm-hmm. play the last five of six in this uh, going to this game, um, makes a really good save. And then Vince Dunn uh, muscles Mitch Marner off the puck. Marner kind of snaps his head back like he got elbowed, and I thought he did get elbowed. But you watch the replay again. Even a lot of Toronto people were like, say Marner yeah. was soft and was trying to pull. And then – Dunn just turns on the afterburners here. 
A two-on-one with Stasny. Snaps a shot past Frederick Anderson. The Blues somehow and probably steal two points from Toronto. Devin's done his fourth of the year from Stasny at the 143 mark. The first overtime goal by a rookie defenseman since Bryce Salvador yep. against the San Jose Sharks in the playoffs. I believe it was 2003, I think it says here. 2001, 2003. Yeah, I remember them talking about that so at the end of the game. it's been a minute since that's happened. But so. it wasn't a hockey game until the third period. Yeah, so it was, it was seriously a, it, pretty like, boring overall. I feel I feel like people are like, no, like just stay tuned, guys. Like, well, we're just going to skip these first two. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'll talk about a like Vince Dunn was technically a hometown kid, grew up just outside of Toronto, wasn't supposed to be in the game. Jay Bomeister uh, actually had his not nah, he didn't personally his wife you know his wife had a, her kid right before this, and mm-hmm. he was hustling. He got to the Air Canada Center an hour before game time, and they told him, "Don't worry about it. We're going to leave. We're going to leave Dunn in." Because Dunn was not going to play this game at all. I would have been angry if I would have hustled my ass to get all the way there, and then they would have told me that I wasn't playing. And it, I think what I thought was interesting too. Um, do you know that the Blues, that Vince Dunn did not, the Blues either did not get any comp tickets for this game. Like Toronto does not offer comp tickets for the for fa- like friends and family because he had to, this friends and family had to pay their own way to get in to watch him play. It is like that is the most expensive yeah, place to probably, see a hockey game. Yeah, so I thought that no, was, it that was is. interesting. So I, thought, that's I, I have all my friends in Canada tell me how like expensive it is to play. You know, in in Winnipeg or in Ottawa, but Toronto, even when they're Toronto, terrible and they suck. Yeah. Like they're like standing room only tickets are like three hundred bucks for like or well U.S. dollars. Yeah, so Vince Dunn, local kid, gets the winner. Um, I love his celebration, a little little celly head at the end mm-hmm. there, and then uh, when everybody's to congratulate him, and they had the he was right next to the one of the uh, mics against the glass, so you can hear the, all the all the guys yelling, yelling, and but you can you, you can see. Uh, Somebody's congratulating. I think it was Tarasenko, and he looks at me. And he's like, "Yelled, I scored, I scored," which I thought was really like pretty <laughs> awesome because he was so like he's like a little kid. Yeah. yeah. Well, geez, he's twenty, so I mean. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. He's like, "Dude, I scored. I scored yeah. the game winner. What?" Yeah. So it's like stuff like. Oh yeah, he was probably like in track up, and like on a high. I mean, you grow up dreaming about like he's never skated. Even like growing up, never skated on the Air Care Air Air Canada Center ice or anything like that. Yeah, get it together, Toronto. Yeah, so <laughs> Toronto. So the Blues escape Toronto and they go to face Ottawa. Nearly Ottawa. A lot of speculation. Obviously, not doing that well this year. Are they going to sign Eric Carlson? They going to dismantle the team? Are the Blues going to go after Mike Hoffman? I am less off the Mike Hoffman train after watching this game. By the way, yeah, because I, I didn't w- think he was that good. No, I mean he has speed, and I saw it, and I saw the shots and stuff. But he was pretty much not around most of that game. And that could have been more of the Blues doing, for all I know. But I'm less like, yeah, you're like maybe, I don't want to give up anything for this guy. Maybe we were just skating around him and keeping the puck from him. Like, I mean. So I was a little less on his uh, jock than yeah, he used to be I, Yeah, I'm so. not on those coattails. So. so I'll tell you one thing about this game, though. I don't know what it is about my cousin when he plays against us. I think it's just that he hates me so much. Who's that? Sorry. Bobby Ryan. Oh. Sorry, did, I yeah. Did, did, he scores. Would, he's nineteen goals in twenty six games against the Blues. But he always scores against us. It's always us. He has like the most goals against us mm-hmm. than like anybody else. Yeah, no, it was not for this team. He's nineteen goals in twenty six games. Which I'm is nuts. pretty sure it's because he comes here and like the friends, the family, you know, like just the history here. I mean, he's friends. Well, obviously, you know, he's friends with all of our friends. He's good friends to Pat Maroon, who my dad coached, who. You know, my brother grew up with, and mm-hmm. we grew up with that entire family. And it's, I feel like every time he comes here, he just really wants to piss us off. And, you know, it's so, it's, 
so successful. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, that was a rifle with shot that he had. We'll get into that. It's a little foreshadowing there. Yeah, so but the just Blues, please, um, Blues, just keep the puck away. First from period, Bobby. not much going. The Blues, I thought, playing very once again, a lot of shots, 14 mm-hmm. shots in the first period. Um, now, instead, another Anderson, Craig Anderson, playing uh, this game, did uh, pretty well. But Vladimir Tarasenko gets his 20th of the year from Bortuzzo and Stasny to the 613 mark. So Vladimir Tarasenko has now five consecutive years of at least 20 goals. Which is awesome. But, like, to be honest with you, I couldn't believe after he scored that goal, I was like, wait, he actually has 20. It just seems like he's so, like, under the radar. He's had, like, this year, as we'll get into, uh, not an all-star this year, but, like, uh, have a pretty decent year just but last I think the last three weeks have kind of like made it that way because he's only had like one goal in eight mm-hmm. games and then it was like three and 16 or something like that I mean Maybe he's scoring he's the last couple out of some kind of funk everybody has it like yeah you know so hey you, you can't I'd rather have it now than in April, right but hopefully. also like you can't expect a star player to literally be perfect every single game mm-hmm. there is only one Wayne Gretzky so yeah. And even so, he had bad games. Um, the Blues are rolling here. So Alex Petrangelo gets his eighth of the year. It was unassisted, but I really thought it was off a one time from Tage Thompson, and it was saved by uh, Dude, Craig Anderson. It was an awesome goal. He was in the right place. Like he was doing long, a long rebound, but I think it was cleared by one of the Ottawa players. I mean, that's what negated everything. But it was cleared right to Petrangelo, and he just puts it in the net. Uh, I kind of want to watch it because I have it like on my phone right go now. Go for it. Yeah, and then I'm uh, watch it. Braden Shen. Uh, oh my God, Shen made everybody look silly. Here, yeah. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch this goal. All right, you watch the goal real quick. Yeah, let's check this out. And then Shen's goal was. Oh yeah, the goal. The goalie went to clear it, and Petra was just right there, and he just perfect. Yeah. So Shen gets a goal about. Oh my God, four, John Kelly, stop yelling. <laughs> about four minutes later, uh, his 18th from Steen and Dunn at 16:53 mark. Uh, this is actually off a rush play, and Steen throws it in front, and it just a nice deflection, just a. Uh, just how Tarasenko's deflection off Portuzo's shot that was going wide and deflected it between uh, Anderson's legs with Tarasenko's goal, and then Shen did pretty much the same Dude, thing. Shen was on fire this game. He was everywhere. He was making the plays. Pl- the play around the blue line where he danced like around three guys then yes, kept the puck in the zone. He looked like he was a ballet dancer out there, like making them all look like nutcrackers. Which like, is, it was uh, ridiculous. It was I really so good. enjoyed like, I, they, the I, guy, I was talking play. to – who was I talking to? I think I was talking to him. I might have been Chris who I was talking on via text, and I said – yeah, Yori Letera wouldn't have been able to do that. No, never. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he would have lost a puck and went the other way. I don't care ball. how many drills you would have made him do or how many choreographed skates you would have given him. He wouldn't have been able to do that. With that. No, just no. Yeah, so of course, as you alluded to, Bobby Ryan about 28 seconds later gets his sixth of the year from Matt Duchesne and Cody Ceci. It's 17-21 mark of the second period. A rifle of a wrist shot from the slot. I mean... No chance for, once again, Carter Hutton, who was in that. Carter Hutton, who didn't have much going on the first two periods. Like, that was like the only, that was pretty much the only challenging shot he really had. Maybe there's one other, but I wrote down very boring for Carter Hutton in the first two periods. In the third period, a little, little bit more, but Alexander Steen, of course, gets an empty net goal. Mm-hmm. His eighth of the year from Shen at the 1842 mark. It almost like Shen was trying to get him an empty net goal, which I thought was kind of funny to a degree, but, um, so the Blues come back from their bye week, a little renewed faith in, in little in themselves, and hopefully the fan base calms down a little bit. And I'll be I'll be on that page too, so I'm not gonna yeah chill out yeah dude. me so sip some tea <laughs> so two no so two and zero oh, and like I said these five games are very winnable for the Blues mm-hmm. mind you Colorado's rolling now so maybe but you're playing play Toronto Ottawa away then you have Arizona at home which is tonight Tuesday against Ottawa at home and then Thursday the 25th against. Colorado, 
where Kyle's rolling, but I mean, in the past you've had a lot of success against Colorado. Yeah, we just can't go in there expecting to win, though, because if we go in there with a whack ass mental game, then they're going to capitalize on that and they're going to win. So then the All Star break, and then the Blues wrap the month up with a game against the Montreal Canadiens on the 30th. So that would be interesting. Uh, I'm actually really excited for the Montreal game. I uh, we I talked we talked to Chris and we might be going to that game. Sweet. So we'll see. Maybe see it's just my sixth sense as a woman being so smart and superior yep. that I just have a feeling about that game. Could be. <laughs> you so. look at, I just want everybody to know he's looking at me like I could slap the shit out of you. It's like, uh, I'll stay over here and keep my mouth shut. Let's be real. We all know I'm really a dude. I'll keep so. my mouth shut and over here. So <laughs> uh, we'll go into. I had a couple of questions of the week and then one I think I did not read on when me and Chris did this. If I did. Apologies, and I'll redo it. So I'll do the two questions I put out on Twitter. So, and I'll ask Ashley's opinion before I read everything. So, yeah, yeah. question of the week. This is better. I did talk about this question of the week. Would you have signed Doug Armstrong to a new deal? So, Doug Armstrong, as we talked about in the last podcast, got a four-year deal, fifth-year club option. Uh, would you sign him to a new deal because his deal was up at the end? Of would the I have resigned him? Would you have resigned him? Yes, no, and I said yes, but less years. Yeah, I think that I would have done the same thing. I would have given him like three years. And so a little bit less years for you. So you were in the middle. So um, plain yes was 71%. Really? Uh, we had about 60 votes. 10% no and 19% said yes, but less years. Yeah, yes, but yeah. I mean, I I think we're kind of correct with that, though. I think that anytime the Blues like do bad for like a week, people like – if we would have asked that question – at a different time. Mind you, and that was, I put that question out there on the 27th of December. So that was right before the kind of real crappy games happened. See, so. that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like if we would have put that question out at a different time, every single one of those answers would have been different. And yeah. I'm not saying it's because of like fair weather friends or uneducated fans. I, fans. I'm just saying that I feel like our emotions have been tugged all over the place with our hockey team lately. Yeah. That people are just like. I think that's what I put out there as a. Uh, do you say GIF or JIF? What do you say? I say GIF. I say GIF as well. Okay. Is it, is it GIF or I think is it it's GIF? It's actually GIF, believe it's it or not. It's GIF. The guy who actually made them said it's GIF. Well. Because it's like graphic something, something, something. Well, that kind of upsets me. I say GIF. Because now, I just, now I'm just thinking of peanut butter. Yeah. Oh, well, let's gift, just so. keep saying I say gift. Anyway, <laughs> so I put a gif of there of a roller coaster, and I was just like, this is a life of the Blues fan. It's like you have the peaks and the valleys, and it's it's all you're all over the place all year. So the next question I had out there was, what moves do you think the St. Louis Blues should make at or before the trade deadline? A little early for that. It's February 26th, but, oh, people but, the, specula- that, like but the speculation has been around all from – Mike Kaufman, I think another one came out is uh, supposedly the Rangers are selling. I don't know if uh, we, we kind of slightly alluded to this before we start recording, but Kevin Shattenkirk out for indefinitely. Tormiscus in his knee, apparently suffering that since September, which is maybe why he's not had a very good year. Oh, he can keep blaming it on whatever he wants. So he's out indefinitely <laughs> with knee surgery. Um, so the Rangers might be, quote, unquote, selling slash maybe a small rebuild. Or not rebuild, retool. So Max- They're going to shake it up. So Matt Zuccarello supposedly might be available for the right price, which I'd be down for that. Yeah, but uh, that's on. That's who I'm on now. That's Mike Hoffman. That's my who I'm on right now. But um, all, and also potentially Pat Maroon since Edmonton is looks like they're not going to turn it around. They need a very, very, very good run here due to the <clears throat> Vegas Golden Knights still and probably playing very well. Yeah, the Kings have been on a slide, but you never know. But it looks like uh, Edmonton's not, so they might sell Pat Maroon. Who knows? Which would be cool. So but he, you know, so he'd be a, he'd be on the cheaper end because of his salary and also what he is compared to somebody like Mike Hoffman. And but 
to temper expectations. Doug Armstrong did do an interview with NHL.com the other day and uh, did retweet that out, basically saying he's not interested in rental players. See, that made me really, really happy because I'm really tired of the bad rentals that we get. Like somebody like Pat Maroon, Evander Kane. Um, those are like the two who are on the quick one year ones. I feel Thomas like... Vanek, guys like that. And I'm on on that page. Like I, Vanner Kane does not interest me at all. And I no, think he's same. a guy who I never think would fit with the blues. I don't think that he would. Pat do Maroon would, if you get him for like a fifth rounder, which I think that would never happen. Maybe you go for that, but I feel like, I mean, obviously I'm a little biased because, you know, I know Pat and his family and, you know, we grew up with them and stuff, but I feel like if we got Pat Maroon and we didn't get Ryan Reeves back, so many people would like flip. They'd be like, why didn't you go after Reeves? Because people don't, I get that people don't look and at Pittsburgh the numbers. Pittsburgh is struggling. They are But they also don't look playoffs. at the numbers. They yeah. don't look at, you know, stats. They just think, oh, well, you know, we got rid of him. We need, we should get him back instead. Oh man, you should read some. I read some Pittsburgh stuff the other day because I was just kind of messing around looking yeah. at stuff. They have gone from really liking that guy to, to not liking Ryan Reeves and all want him to be in the press box. But the fan, like, I think there's a lot of fans. I think there's a good chunk of fans who like him, but like, I think there's a good chunk of fans who don't want him anywhere near I, the ice right now. I think that it's because he just he doesn't do with the Penguins what he did with St. Louis. It's two totally different teams. Two I totally different him ways. The, of, honestly, if you can get him back on the fourth line for a cheap. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. No offense to uh, Dimitri Askin, Magnus Piarve, Chris Thorburn. Yeah. I just think Reeves is an, crazily enough. Reeves is an upgrade over those three guys in my opinion. I agree, 110. Maybe but some I people just, disagree, but I, I feel like if we got somebody like Pat Maroon, who's you know more muscle on the ice, and like you know he's it, plus a big body in front of the net, which you really don't have on exactly. This. Yeah. We don't have that right now anymore. Yeah. So for the power play, which is struggling, so. What moves the moves St. Louis make at the deadline or before the deadline? And I said, here's my four options. I said, I said, add a first line forward, add a depth forward. I say depth forward is more like the Pat Maroon, Thomas Vanek, uh, maybe I'll say Ryan Reeves, somebody yeah. like somebody like that, lower and your bottom six type player. Mm-hmm. Just because of what's going on, I said, add a veteran goalie. And then I said, none, just wait for the prospects to develop. I, so. I 110% am going with none. So none. Seriously, none. Son, that is that, actually the third most picked one right now. Uh, for, believe it or not, uh, 44% as of right now say it's still up there for another little bit by the time which this is out. Is this the one that's winning? Yeah, 44? 44% for add a first line forward. Really? But you're going to have to give the get. That's what people have to understand, too. Like I said, a lot of people just vote and they don't think about the numbers and like the logistics of how it would work and what yeah. we would have to give up in order to get something like that. Because you got to shed salary, too. So you're going to lose somebody like... Uh, the best person to sh- you can shed right now is Vladimir Savoka because he makes the most of people who does not have a gay. Yeah, I know. He has a, uh, <laughs> he has a uh, no trade. He doesn't have a no trade. I'll compare to somebody like where people are complaining about Steen. Where Steen, I think, has been playing I better. I feel like he's the most prissy hockey player we've ever had. Savoka? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm fine. Like, he was like fine as a fourth liner, but him playing on the first line has really bugged me. So, at a depth forward so was difficult with all yeah. of his stuff. <laughs> just, of, you can't a make, lot of other things he's too. He's a snob. He just can't really. So, at a depth forward was twenty eight percent. None. Wait for the prospect was our third place at twenty six percent. And only t- surprise. I was very surprised. This is my most surprising. Only two percent said at a veteran goalie. I would have. I seriously, when you said surprisingly forty four percent, I was like, these bastards rooted for voted for a new goalie, didn't they? Yeah. So, uh, so, so, so we'll go with a uh, as I've seen a couple of times now. What people have called now starter Hutton, not Carter. Get it? Starter. Oh, yeah, oh, yo, that's so funny. That'll, that'll probably be the name of this podcast. So. Um, <laughs> 
the funny thing is, so he is top. He started on five of six. Surprisingly, uh, he is in for the Arizona game tonight. I kind of thought this would go to Jake Allen to give him some kind of game before the break here, but so I mean, Jake Allen is going to have to get one of those games next week. Like, I'm sorry, but you're going to yeah, he I might know. get in against Ottawa, maybe. Who knows? But I think you're going to have to get him. Do you in think sometime. they'll save him all the way till Colorado? That's, a, that's almost three weeks between that's games. That's what I'm saying. That's why I thought he'd get in against Arizona. Then, if, if depending how he I did, would... go back to Carter. Okay, question for you. Or, and actually, I'm going to tweet this, or maybe you should tweet it out on the podcast I'm right Twitter. Go for it. Um, we should ask people, and I'm going to ask you this, obviously. Would you rather have Allen in against this game tonight against Arizona, or would you chance it and save him for Colorado with there being that three weeks in between? Obviously, you'll be able to okay. I'll, I'll, sum up. I'll, I'll sum that up on here. Yeah, you'll here. sum that up on there. But, you know, but, uh, what would you do? Would you put him – I would, I put would him have in put tonight. Allen tonight because Arizona just not been good this year. You, and the Blues have always played well against Arizona. They've, I think they've won like 11 in the last 13 Absolutely. or something like that. Yeah, I feel like we just know – we have their number, so to speak. So we get out there, we know exactly what game we're playing, we know exactly what works, and we don't have to really tweak a lot of shit. Yeah, so the Blues, uh, I thought it was kind of interesting, and I kind of uh, I admire Carter Hutton for some of the uh, things that were said here. Uh, some people asked about, like, hey, is it just playing a hot, you know, you know, right now you've been playing a lot, it's just playing a hot hand, and he kind of cut it and said, you can call it what you want. He's like, but I think I've been a pretty darn good goalie for the last two to three seasons. Yeah. Which the numbers have shown that. He's been under two goals against, a high save percentage, at li- mind you, limited duty, uh-huh. but – Pretty good goalie win. But every upon. time he was in there to do his job, he did his job for the most part. Yeah. So, and um, that's what he's there for. Like I exactly. said, the best, like, and nothing against him. And uh, I don't mean this in a derogatory way at all, but he's the best backup goalie. But in that's the league not right a now. bad thing because so many. <laughs> I don't Knock know. My out. <laughs> You're exploding over there. Yep. Um, <laughs> I. Uh, that's not a bad thing because so many people, when they think backup goalie, they're just like, oh, that's like the bench warmer. And that's that's not what our backup goalie with starter Hutton <laughs> yeah, it's like, has yeah. been. It's like we can – we well, I mean, granted, let's not take into consideration how Allen's doing right now. Let's just look at it as a whole for both goalies. We can put either one in and feel comfortable with that when they're both like at, you know, at the top of their game when they're both – Without well. Allen's seasonal depression. Yeah, like, and, you know? and of course, the people have said in the past, they've had, remember when every season we've kind of had, like, you know, the backups always kind of come along and done better when you've had mm-hmm. Elliot take over for Halak or, or, you know, they brought in Miller to take over for Elliot and so on and so forth. So, uh, lineup for tonight pretty much stays the same. Everybody's in like always. Let's see. Nothing. Lines are about the same. Stasny, Tarasenko, Barbashev, Shen, Yaskin on the second line. you got to be kidding me. With Steen <laughs> and then Saboka, Berglund, Thompson, Pearvi, Brodziak, Thorburn. Uh, Thompson has been decent the last couple of games, was playing very well. Um, I don't know with uh, Schwartz has been skating now. Let's get into that. Schwartz has been skating the last couple of days, was a full participant today, January 20th. Um. For practice they said they need some more games uh excuse me some more practices where there's actually some contact and then they'll go from there but they have if he says he's good to go before the all-star break which would for the blues be next wednesday or next thursday be the last game so that'd mm-hmm. be against colorado he could be in by the 25th so in five days he could be ready to go which i wouldn't mind if him getting a game before the all-star break yeah. but we'll see so schwartz is on the way back zach sanford skating he could be back so 
Blue's going to have some reinforcements on the way, and if they have some extra bodies there, um, I don't know what you're going to do. We'll see what happens. Like uh, Guys like Yaskin, Sunquist, who hasn't played a lot, Payarvi. I feel like we have just – you know, I, I was talking they to my husband. They got warm bodies right now. Yes. Like, yeah. I was talking to my husband about this. And he's just like, oh, Thorburn's back in. Or, like, so-and-so's back. Or so, It's like we have so many able players right now that we could, like, it's it kind of makes me nervous because I feel like we have too much. But then again, that's better than just calling up these no-name guys that have never had an NHL game. Yeah. If anything were to happen. Uh, so, also, uh, some sad news report. Uh, former Blues owner, or chairman, excuse me, Mike Shanahan, passed away age of 78. So sad. He's the guy who kind of pretty much spearheaded the whole thing to get – he kind of like ushered in the whole Brett Hall, Adam Oates era. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the guy, guys that get the Keel Center done. Keel Center, whatever you want to call it now, Savage Center, whatever it will be called next year in mm-hmm. two years. Maybe Enterprise Center. Scott Trade Center. Right now, Scott Trade Center. Yeah, before that it was Savage, before that it was Keel. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. So right. then, then it was going to be the TD Amera trade, whatever they call it, but they said they don't want to have naming rights. Huh. So the Blues, there is a mock-up done apparently with trying to, you know, different investors coming in to see how it would look. Uh, and one mock-up that made it to the public by accident, somebody took a picture while it was down there, was Enterprise. Really? So obviously being my guy who owns Enterprise is surprisingly in the group of owners for the St. Louis Blues. Mm, there you go. So that could be happening. Who knows? So – I just think they should name it just like the Ashley Center. Mm. There you go. Or Ashley's House. Ashley's Yay! House. There you go. Where are you going tonight, Ashley's House? Ashley's House. <laughs> so another thing I'll bring Who's up. Who's over at your house tonight, Ashley? Scotty Upshaw. Scotty Upshaw. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what's happening. I don't know why he's been sitting lately. As much as uh, it's one of those up and down things with the, how the lineups are going. Oh, uh, you so. know, me and him, we just go out and we just party so much. Must be that. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently he was at the Killers concert last night, which I saw somebody took a picture of him and tweeted. So there you go. Yeah, I actually saw that too. So, um, and I'm at, oh, All-Star Game. So Blues have two representatives, uh, both first-time All-Stars, which is kind of cool at the same time. Um, Braden Chen. I'm so excited for him. And also Alex Petrangelo. Both uh, Petrangelo, who's kind of tailed off, his scoring's tailed off compared to what it was at the start of the season, but they've both uh, played been, well. He's, he's been, been consistent. He's been yeah. fine. But he was on he was on an almost unreasonable pace to start the year, yeah. and then he, he's kind of settled back to what he normally mm-hmm. is. Scored the last couple of games, been playing well, so no problem there. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he kind of – I feel like people – Look towards him more. Obviously, he's the captain. Yeah. So you expect to hear his name and you expect to see his body a little bit more than what we've been seeing. But then again, we did have a few really bad games a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So, so like, let's just be for real with so that. So Braden Shen comes over, gets a first time All Star. So that's pretty cool. So really excited. Um, so him. really excited to see both those guys make the first All Star team. Uh, on a lot of the snub list was Val Vladimir Tarasenko, who has only one last point than Braden Shen, but um. I kind of, I mean, as much as I would like, I think I'm okay with it, man. I mean, I mean, obviously, if you Shannon is actually not as big as name as Vladimir Tarasenko for like eyes on the game or whatever. Yeah. But at the end of the day, all three would have been deserving. But I think you couldn't put all three on there due to obviously the three on three format. Yeah, and also, and, you, also you, you have to have how, one from every team on how there too. ticked off everybody was that um, wasn't it wasn't it last season's all-star game how there were like more Blackhawks in there than like anybody yeah, the else? only person who made it was uh, I think Patrick Kane is the only Blackhawk this year and, and I, but everybody like last year was like there's too many Blackhawks I think that they're trying to steer away from that kind well, of the Blackhawks are gonna be kind of screwed because it looks like their starting goalie is not gonna be around for the rest of the year mm-hmm. he is out indefinitely due to having vertigo like symptoms Corey Crawford will be out so 
every team right now has had some major injury. Um, yeah. Winnipeg's lost lost Mark Shifley for a while and lost to somebody else, I believe, as and well. Winnipeg's been they've been gung they've been, hoeing it. Yeah, Daryl, my friend Daryl from up in Canada is like super. We all we have our friendly banter and stuff, and I mean he he was telling me you know about a month and a half ago he's like we're coming for you and then <laughs> yeah, but currently sitting third place right now, but only within a point. But they play a couple <laughs> more games in both Nashville and if, Winnipeg. You know, let's so hope that tonight, you know, as who else is playing tonight? Is Winnipeg playing tonight? I think a lot. I think it's like 14 games on the yeah, docket. Yeah, I was I mean, going right to say, now. I 14 think or 15 almost, games. almost all of the NHL's playing yeah, tonight. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh's the only team not playing tonight. I could be really? wrong on that one. So, um, Screw you, Pittsburgh. So, like I said, I think that's all the Blues news for right now. I think mm-hmm. we've covered most of everything since the last time we had everything. Like I said, we had done stuff. We did that, 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 that and that. So, there we go. Whoa, wait. This was today? What? The Stars and Sabres game? I might have been during the game day. Seven to one. So, let me guess. Stars. I'm taking a while. I guess over the Sabers. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Sabers are awful. Oh my god! I just saw that and I was like, ex- "Wait, excuse me." Sometimes there are Avalanche games. playing the Rangers right now. They're they're up two to one in the third with mm. eight left in the third. There we Jets go. Jets and Flames are playing right now. There you Tied go. Tied one to one. So there we go. So we'll wrap it up with our big announcement that, uh, like I said, has been on been on the uh, Facebooks and Twitters. So. Of course, we're on, I think this podcast, I want to say 95, 96 off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. And so we're getting close to number 100, which it's been kind of a crazy Woo-hoo. ride. Ashley's been here for a good chunk of them. Chris has been around for a good chunk of them. It's kind of been a patchwork until probably the last two years where Ashley and Chris have been. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like pulling up on my year and a half mark, or season and a season. half mark. Yeah. So I guess we've is had, the way to go. Yeah, so we've had uh, an I'm in my awesome second time. season, second guys. Second season. So a sophomore not season. Not a rookie. Not a rookie anymore. <laughs> so, uh Number 100. So I decided to have something kind of, I wanted to do something special just because it's been fun. I've enjoyed. We've made, made a, a, lot, lot a lot of friends, friends. A lot of people to talk to. A lot of uh, And you know, you guys, you and your family wouldn't be in my life, you know, mm-hmm. me and my husband's life and like, you know, in our child's life and stuff, you know, if it wasn't for this. Yeah. So, so it's so really we're awesome. Enjoy this. So it's been an interesting, crazy, fun ride for last, I don't say almost four, or five, four to five years because I kind of did a couple stop for a while. Yeah. Jump back on them. It can pretty consistent, I think, for the last three, three and a half years. Whatever, you slacker. Since the, <laughs> um, what's the thing I'm trying to say? Uh, lockout. That's when I relaunched it. Mm-hmm. So it's been pretty great. So basically, I want to do something big. So after figuring out some stuff and doing a lot of texting, a lot of calls, a lot of adulting. Yeah, figuring things <laughs> out and just Hashtag trying to get adulting. things, just trying to get things lined up and. Like I said, our, our budget is a whopping zero. So trying to figure things out where people are trying to be gracious Man. and stuff. And it's been and we've had a lot of really awesome people. I'll that, bring up my pop. I'll bring my pop up stage. Yeah. So I'll, I'll increase that budget. Stage? You have a pop up <laughs> stage. OK. I didn't know that. So I have a few things that pop up. Oh, and phrasing. So. Um, <laughs> so the thing that we're going to do is February 16th that the Blues play the Dallas Stars. And it's a way game for the Blues. So it starts the game is at seven thirty, but at six thirty, we like you guys, everybody listens and friends, whoever you want to invite, come to the Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill. It's on Lindbergh Boulevard. North I get Lindbergh, you. Right? I will get you the exact address right now, so I don't mess it up. We're gonna have a live podcast recording, our hundredth episode. Um, we're gonna have there's gonna be drink specials there. The blues game's gonna be on. We're gonna be there. We're gonna be there. Come and say hi. We're gonna have give, I'm gonna take we're gonna have them. we're gonna have giveaways um all night long. We I have uh our 
one of our sponsors, Glassbangers, is going to graciously donate a bunch of shirts. And we have t-shirt tosses. Yeah, so we're going to draw I'm going to walk around, gonna walk around and do random, like, weird blues trivia and, like, shocking all people. Yeah, so we're going to have a lot of stuff. We're gonna, the Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill is pretty awesome, and there's a lot. It's just all blue stuff, man, which is... The inside awesome. of the place is beautiful. Yeah, I mean, and they have can't... some bubble hockey. If you don't play some bubble hockey, let's do that. We got pool there, and then just a bunch of tables, and I mean, it's just an awesome looking place. Like it's like a they blues bar, which they you remember know, I actually, everywhere. They have um, before they ever opened up. I talked to, I believe it's the owner or one of the managers because mm-hmm. I wanted to bartend there. I was like, I need to work there. I love this place. Yeah, it's a pretty awesome. So we want, you know, play some bubble hockey, play, you know. Grab. I might go there and just take the place over and be like, I'm not leaving until you hire me. There you go. So, <laughs> and there's a ton of TVs everywhere. Blues, different blues memorabilia everywhere. If you go to their website, it's a bluenotesportsbar.com and they have pictures and stuff. They have drink specials. Like I say, we're have giveaways. Gonna have- I'm really excited. And I have so much stuff still. At my house that I can put up for giveaways too. I we're gonna bring a bunch bucks. of stuff. Yeah, let's we're gonna just... bring a bunch of stuff, and then we're gonna have uh, drawings, and maybe we'll like we'll figure out some ha- stuff. I'm gonna do like gonna an do. Ashley's trivia thing, and if they win, then they get one of my prizes. Yeah. So everybody, come out. Uh, like I said, there is gonna if you look on our Facebook page, at the top of the Facebook page is gonna be the event, and, if and you we'll want be all sending the information, this out more. It's gonna be we're gonna be tweeting it nonstop during Blues games. So it's February sixteenth. The game is at seven thirty. Get there at six thirty for our recording. Get ready for get get you know get there. Get settled. Get some good questions together for us because you might be able to ask us like while we're on the podcast or something. Yeah. Maybe we can do something fun like that. So the address is three one three three North Limburg and Maryland Heights, Missouri. So if you go to their Facebook page, look up Blue Notes uh, Blue Notes Sports Bar and Grill. Look that up. And uh, if you more information, look on our Facebook and Twitter page, and also on our website blueshockeypodcast dot net. So the other thing is with our giveaways. So like I said, Ashley's going to have some stuff there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, get pictures with Ashley. You don't need to get pictures with me and Chris. I'll set up a kissing booth. There we go. So that's our <laughs> – and uh, as Ashley can – obviously Ashley can see. No one you can see this right now. So we're going to have uh, yeah, only one of our other sponsors, uh, Play Simple Toys. Um, it's been very gracious to donate. As I'm a fan, as obviously Ashley can see, uh, Funko yes. Pops. Oh, my God. I love them. Um they made a Vladimir Tarasenko pop this year, which I think is very cool. So the blues. So we're going to have three of those to give away, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Those are like the grand prizes. Yeah. Like, we have that. Yeah. We're going to have, um, we're going to have like uh, blue hockey podcast merchandise, believe it or not, yeah. to give it away, which is uh, going to be crazy. So just kind of weird to really kind of. have old playoff towels that have never We got been some. Touched. We got, we're going to have a bunch of stuff. Yeah. We're going to have that a we're gonna be giving away. So, but also one thing I do want to say about this barn girl, you hear about like, Oh, it's a hockey bar. Oh, it's a hockey bar. Or it's a blue bar. Or it's the blue note place. And then you go to these places and it just looks like every other bar or hot shots around. And this place, like, actually is, like, true blue. It's awesome. It's like stepping right in to Scott Trade Center and, like, walking around, you know, the stores and stuff. It's really neat. Yeah. So, a lot of this is, like, this is for, like, diehard fans. Yeah. Like, bar, which is awesome. They have a Super Checks bubble hockey, which is, it's Blues versus Hawks, which is awesome. They have, like, a... It's because it's a Bobby Orr power play pinball. So like a pinball machine. I'm so excited. So screw Bobby Orr. Oh, and if anybody wants to even try to take me on in pinball, I will so put a couple pool tables as well. The the good old golden tee. And they got the. uh, Oh, I got to bring my pool cue then. It's called Dragon Slayer. Oh, well, but you crazy. have no idea how in the pool I am. That's I, I can do it. So I'm not good at that. One so. of Jason's uh, Jason, I's first dates. Um, he's like when he came to St. Louis, I was like, oh, I need to get my pool cue. And you just saw hearts in his eyes. And he was like, 
you have your own pool cue? And I was like, yeah, you're going down. And I kicked his butt. Yeah, so, you know, get grab us. We're going to be there hanging out uh, all night. And a little bit after the Blues game, we'll definitely be there. I'll be there for a short time after the Blues game due to uh, – And have, can't bring people – can't people bring in their own food? So they do have some food there. Okay, they cool. have they will have, like, some pizzas there you can order and also with nachos. But they, I did talk to the owner, and he said it is. They do allow people to bring in their own food if you like or order pizza. And have well, it I mean, and if there. we're going to have this whole like party thing, I'm sure. That My thing can... is, let's patronize this place. They're being very gracious and just letting, yeah, letting us, us have, have this place. place. Yeah, I'm and really pumped. So, um, let's. I'm trying to get this place packed for these people. They're being so nice and so generous. So, yeah, we'll, let's we'll, get we'll people the there. Party. Let's bring the party, guys. And then let's just have fun, watch some blues hockey together. Come say hi. I want to walk around and say hi to everybody and just shake hands. And there's a lot of people I've seen them, you know, talk to on Twitter, but never met in person. I know. I'm so really excited for that. I hopefully love that. there's some people that show up to this that we can meet. Um, I think a couple of guys from the other podcasts, uh, blues podcasts are showing up. Um, I'll call you know, Angela so and ask there. Angela if she wants to stop There you by. go. Anybody. So, all right. I think that's everything. And then, um, like I said, we'll be here the next couple of weeks for sure. Every week, just doing stuff. We'll we'll actually probably do some stuff for the All Star Game. You're gonna come. You gotta be here early next Sunday. You know, right? Mm-hmm. Got a lot of stuff going on next Sunday. Yeah. What's, sun- what's next Sunday? Do you remember the Royal Rumble? Oh man, look at you go. Yeah, Dad. I'm a dude. Remember? And the All and the All Star Game is during the day too. So you got the All Star Game. Technically, you know, it's that night too. But we had the Royal Rumble on. I didn't realize it was that day too. The Grammys are actually Sunday too, which is I'm not. I really don't super care, but oh, only junky people get Grammys anymore. No. And Chris would probably care minorly, but that's great. <laughs> so, anyway, so if you have to get hold of us on Twitter, it's Blues Hockey NHL, and Ashley's at at Ashley Reigns, and Chris is at at Palooza. If you get a hold of him, check our Facebook out, and just look up Blues Hockey Podcast on the Facebooks, and look for us on iTunes and Twitter. iTunes, Twitter, iTunes, and Stitcher. Excuse me. Uh, rate us, subscribe, do all the good stuff. It helps us out, helps visibility out. We appreciate it. Uh, on our website, blueshockeypodcast.net. Please also go support all those people who's kind of like making this podcast like really awesome right now is like the Blue Note Sports Bar. Check them out on a non-game night. Just go there and hang out. And they'll have hockey on no matter what it is. They'll have yeah, like, a hockey game on. That's awesome. So you want to go watch I'm hockey, so excited the show there, there and patronize them. Non-Blues nights, it's pretty awesome. Also... Glass bangers. I know they've said they've I've got been, my lucky shirt on right you now. Got man. Your shirt on right now. Actually, I had you have our Blues Hockey Podcast uh, one on right now because it's one I've had on the last two games and they won. So I'm weird like that. So they oh my god, to in the same on. way. Jace is like, you have armpit stains in that one. I'm like, well, well we won last so game. We win, so we win. So <laughs> um, I have Febreze. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And then uh, what was the last thing? Oh yes, play simple toys. Um, they're kind of a new kind of sponsor, and thanks to them for Vla- providing the Vladimir Tarasenko things. I will have uh, my update this one and look on our. Uh, Facebook page and also on our website for all the information where to get hold of our uh, sponsors at. So it's been very awesome and sort of rambling, but whatever. New year, but, new us. So we're looking forward to the 100th podcast for sure. Me too. I'm pumped. So next Sunday, uh, got a lot of good stuff going on. Next Sunday is going to be jam packed. I'm pumped. Next I'm really excited. Next Sunday, we got the All Star game. Uh, we'll be here to record and Royal Rumble and then. Pretty much we're partying all day. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much it's going to be nonstop all day. <laughs> we're already tired. Too tired for next I got Sunday. I got a uh, first reconciliation for the kid on Saturday, too, so before that. So I'm, I'm nice. jam-packed. I'm jam-packed. I have family nice. coming over on that Saturday. Well, I'll be in Nashville Thursday and Friday, and then I think we come back Saturday. Saturday. 
So you're gonna be you're gonna be tired too. So yeah, it'll be fun time. So we're looking forward to everything. So thanks everybody for listening, and we will catch you next week. Bye.